The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House of Team Reba. I am Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, and we're here on a gorgeous Tuesday afternoon doing our usual 3 to 4 p.m. radio show about mortgage, real estate, and all things related. That's right. What a beautiful day for a Halloween, especially. It's so three, bright and three sunny. Three weeks out. in a row. We've had a gorgeous we've day. Been lucky, we've been, been lucky. I know. I hear it tomorrow. That's it's right. Gone. And just a reminder this is a live call in show. If you have questions yes. for us or our guests, give us a ring toll free. Mm-hmm. The number is 866 712 1300 we'll be here to answer your questions mm-hmm. and make them as complicated as you want but today um, yeah. i'm really excited about our guests because we're talking too. <laughs> about one of my favorite places in the world yes whistler let's go shushin the real estate market up there yeah, yeah. it's about to be shushin time that's right counting down yeah Pretty quick here everyone always thinks about whistler as a ski area but of course it's also absolutely gorgeous in the summertime but we're going to talk about that in a little bit mm-hmm. in the meantime can we get an update I know last last week we kind of shoved you towards the end of things, so towards I want to make sure we get you. You want to talk? You want to talk rates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, are there any uh, pieces of news? I heard even on the radio on the way in that uh, you know they're talking about some potential rate hikes coming in December, but those are mostly for short term. But what's going on right now? Right, right. There's always a, a little bit of uh, you know question going on. What's going to happen with mm-hmm. the rates? The Fed is still hinting at a December rate increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they do that, that will be a, a, it's it's the federal funds rate. It's a very short term rate. Yeah. The expectation is they'd increase rates a quarter of a percent. Will not necessarily drastically affect mortgage rates. However, it does affect shorter term loans like car loans, credit cards sometimes, and especially home equity lines of credit, or pretty much any type of loan that's tied to prime rate, because uh, the prime rate tends to follow the Fed funds rate. So we'll be watching for that, uh, see what they do. Uh, The Fed has also hinted that there may be three increases in 2018. So, They're full of hints. Yeah, they are. It's well, very hinty. This is a very orderly process. They want to try and kind of... I think women can be teases sometimes, <laughs> but these guys are worse than anybody. Oh, my gosh. I wish I were Janet Yellen's <laughs> loan officer. Find out when she's locking her rate in. Exactly. That's right. That's right. The other big talk with, with interest rates, and we had a little bit of a, a lift on Friday and yesterday with rates, putting yeah. some downward pressure on the rates, is that the, the president is about ready to select a new Fed chairman. Yes. So Janet Yellen's term ends early next year. And uh, there's been a couple different, um, you know, candidates that are being bandied about. But the um, the odds on favorites right now are uh, Jay Powell. Jay is a okay. current Federal Reserve governor. All right. And uh, he tends to be um, kind of sort of follow along maybe in the same footsteps as Janet Yellen. Okay. Uh, considered to be a safe choice for a Fed chairman. Uh, meaning that we probably won't see any sort of radical departures yeah. from the course that the, the Fed is currently on. The markets liked that. 
you know, they, they reacted positively to that uh, both Friday and, and, and yesterday as these sort of trial balloons are being floated, uh, you know, about who the next, uh, you know, Fed appointee will be. So we'll see what happens. But today, the national averages for mortgage mm-hmm. rates, a conventional 30-year fixed rate, is hovering right around 3.97%. We're just under oh, that nice. 4% okay. mark. Remember last week, no, we were over just 4%. Had, yeah, it just popped over it. 15-year fixed rates, 3.27%. FHA and VA, 30-year fixed rates hovering right around 3.6%. Still one of the best mm-hmm. programs out there. And jumbo 30-year fixed rates hovering right around 4.16%. So we had a little bit of a drop in yeah. rates uh, so far this nice. week. You know, this Probably is have a, some of our buyer clients be happy about that right now if they haven't well, locked in. Both buyer clients and if you're still knocking around refinancing, it's probably a, a, a pretty good time to do that. And a lot mm-hmm. of folks like to... to you know, work on a refinance this time of year because if your loan closes in November, you will not have a mortgage payment due in December. Right. So that can tend to help out with those holiday shopping shoppers. True, true, true. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, so far so good with the rates. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see how things go, you know, later this week as we get closer to a Fed appointment. Yes. Uh, but uh, so far so good. Okay. And do we want to mention our upcoming class? Why, yes, we do. Yes. Uh, which I think we should is going to be on November 11th. That's a Saturday mm-hmm. uh, in and West Seattle. And that sucker's filling up, too. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a big class. I'm starting to need you to check in with our venue to mm-hmm. make sure which room they're going to put us in because right, right now... If they put us in the same room they did last no, no, no. time, I, I got the big we room. don't have space. I got the okay. good room. Okay, because we're room. Yeah. we're starting to get towards the end of that. So if you're right. gonna if you're interested, listeners, now is the time to send your RSVP to info at teamreba.com or to get on our website, teamrebaclasses.com, and sign up. And this is the official um, Washington State Housing Finance Commission-sponsored first-time homebuyer class. Yes. So if you're interested in special financing, zero-down financing, or special tax credits, uh, they require that you take homebuyer education. This class counts for that. So it is a five-hour class. It's a a big Mm -hmm. commitment, but we... Pack this information. Yes, it sounds like oh my gosh, five hours. I know, but it goes by. It flies. Yeah, it flies. It by. just flies. We by. have to like kick people out at, at the end. You well, know, the thing like, is, okay, is we like we go. do lunch, and everyone just has to grab lunch and get right back in the room because we have so much to cover. But but they actually, you know, usually you and I end up staying late because people are so into it. Right. They ask a ton of questions. Oh yeah, the class is free, but and mm-hmm. we do provide lunch, so yes. we're always really good about yes, that. Yes, one of the only. People who teach that class who do. Right, right. Right. So if if you or you have friends that are interested in any of the first-time buyer programs or really just mm-hmm. learning about the whole process, you know, what it takes um, mm-hmm. these days to buy a home and the to- we give you tools to help you be a better negotiator, to know the process, understand the process so it's not yes. quite so so frightening. And uh, and so this is a, a great, great class to take. We, we give you oh, yeah. real honest-to-goodness well, you know, hard information. Just the know. number of people we'll have from our teams. Because is Sarah coming to this? Yeah, we have yeah. Uh, we have two from my team. Sarah will okay. be there. Locke will be there. Right. Uh, and yeah, we're going to so. have Chow and mm-hmm. Marissa for my team. Sweet. Yeah. So it's going to be should be fun. A busy, busy room. It will be, be a lot definitely. of stuff going on. That's yeah. right. That's but right. But we love it. We yeah. absolutely love it. Well, you also mentioned, um, you know, you were starting to talk about the raises, like having there been a lift. And did you already mention the lift program? I didn't, but um, let's let's talk about that because there's actually a couple 
Uh, in Are addition, they out of funds yet? They're not. We still have some awesome. funds available. So Lyft is a special program where uh, if you meet an income limit, which is $96,000 mm-hmm. in King, Pierce, Nahomish counties, you can get $7,500 for down payment assistance. The cool thing about Lyft, it is mm-hmm. a second mortgage, so it goes against yep. your house, has an interest rate of zero, yep. and has no monthly payment. And if you live in the home for three years, that 7500 is fully forgiven. You yes. never have to pay it back. It's really, really cool. And what's the other one that can combine with yeah, that? Yeah, Project Reinvest is yeah. another new program, which is one that's exclusive to Home Street Bank. And that is a second mortgage also of $10,500 at an interest rate of zero. Big fat and zero. And zero monthly payment. Mm-hmm. That one you do have to pay back. But it's still, it's, it's money. At that, any time? Yeah, you can pay it back at any time. And uh, but so if you sell the home, you have to pay it back. You're going to have to pay it back on that on just the second one, ten thousand okay. five hundred. So, uh, but it's a second mortgage to help you with your down payment. Okay, uh, but still combining the two of those for eighteen thousand dollars. Right. Yeah, it's, it's pretty huge. darn fantastic. It, it really is. Well, uh, you, we'll use an example. We actually have a client we're working with right now, and one hundred eighty k is about what he's able to spend. So mm-hmm. eighteen thousand right. dollars coming in. That's oh, substantial yeah. Yeah. in his purchase process. I have to scramble to right? figure out how to spend all that money, actually, right. So in, in his case. Yeah. So it's it's a really good thing. And, yeah. you know, and, and this is especially important because the statistics are out now that are showing that mm-hmm. first-time homebuyers, uh, the, the percentage of the of the real estate market, um, their, their percentage is shrinking. You know, five years ago, they accounted for almost 40% of, of every yeah. home sold. Now they're down about 35% or so. You know, they're, they're shrinking. That? It's affordability. Z- you know? Specifically we, in our area or it, across the United this States? This is nationwide. This is a nationwide really? statistic. It might be even worse in our area. I was going to um, say it's probably harder you know, because here. We have low interest rates. We've got all mm-hmm. these special programs. We have down payment assistance programs. But right. the prices are high. Yeah. You know, so these programs can really help. Oh yeah, help get somebody yeah. over the over the top on that. Yeah, because saving that much on your own can be can be a challenge right. when you're in a market like ours where the prices are high. Absolutely. But, and one more um, thing as a what? warning too, uh, this is kind of slightly related topic. There's some some buzz going around right now on some crowdfunding uh, options for down payment. <laughs> Where you go in, and there's there's a few different ones out there, um, you know, for for crowdfunding, uh, home funded down payment dreams, feather the nest. I thought those weren't necessarily uh, fully vetted and viable. They're not. That's yeah. why I'm bringing this up. Uh, yeah, because, there's a lot of people who think crowdfunding's like the thing, and right. It's like that's actually not really well, supposed to be a thing that's happening there, right there's two things to consider about it the first one are the fees you know mm-hmm. because not all these these sites are free some can right. charge fairly significant fees for for this crowdfunding the second thing is please please check with your lender to find out if exactly. crowdfunding will be allowed right for instance if you take out a conventional mortgage mm-hmm. um it, this would be considered a gift. And for conventional loans, you can only receive a gift from a relative. Right. Not from just anybody. Not so, random strangers. Right. You know, if it's FHA transaction, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's a maybe there's a way to, to make that work. Uh, but be sure. You're hemming and hawing about yeah, that. Has I, someone I tried? Well, we've we've actually haven't come across one yet. We've been asked the question a bunch, but we've never offic- you know officially mm-hmm. sort of attempted it. Well, I'm just going to say, you know, first-time homebuyer, 
yeah, I would be very skeptical about that. Um, mm. But on the other side of it, too, I know the thing for me, at least when I work with investor clients, mm-hmm. if you're going to have a series of people all putting money in together, you've got to be real careful that you don't get into an SEC violation. Sure. Absolutely. Because if you start getting enough people involved in something like that into investments, that's uh, you're getting into some dicey waters. Yeah, you can you can depending on how you're soliciting those exactly. those funds. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be really really careful about anything. Yeah, like I that. was at a, a women's real estate network event, and a woman was talking about how they had internally within her business group found funds, and then they posted it on Facebook, and several of us in the room who are familiar with this went, start, <gasps> oh, oh my God, what did you just do? You know, and, <laughs> and, you know, she quickly backpedaled like, Oh no, 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 no. It was just a friends and family. And they're like, no, no, we controlled who saw it. And it was like, yeah, that's not how you just made it sound. And you just said this to a room full of strangers. So you got to watch what you're doing. So you don't get yourself in trouble. That's right. When we come back, we're going to head North to Whistler. So stay yeah. tuned. Talk about real estate up North. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock mm-hmm. to bring you information on real estate and finance. So thanks for listening in. Yes. And uh, we talk about not just our local real estate, but we on, the, on occasion like to bring people in from other marketplaces. So I was yesterday mm-hmm. and the night before spending time at, well, most people know because I'm Team Reba Remax. Metro East Side, uh, I'm obviously with Remax as a franchise, right? And uh, one of the things I love about Remax and why I stay with Remax is because one, it's global right. in terms of its coverage, and it's one of the top five brands in the world. It's the number one brand of real estate in the world from a recognition standpoint, the number of people involved, and how productive our, our people are. But one of the other things they also really support uh, are different kind of niche areas of business. And one of those that we've been uh, working more and more towards and within is uh, the luxury space. Mm-hmm. So I spent the last couple of days being involved in what's called the Remax Luxury Forum. And this is my third year. So they've done it for five years. This was our five-year anniversary of the event. So the first time I went um, three years ago, I was in Dallas-Fort Worth for the event, mm-hmm. met a bunch of different agents from all over the United States and the world. And then last year, it was in Scottsdale, Phoenix area. Again, met a lot of people from all over the states, Canada, and the world. And uh, as of yesterday, did it again. And they ha- they held it here in beautiful Seattle at the Four Seasons. So nice. gorgeous, gorgeous venue, beautiful location. We had nice view of the sound and the sunsets, which was good because nobody got to go outside all day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so at least we got the view of that. But what also has been great is be- between Remax and then also I've mentioned on the show before that I'm also part of a big uh, international coaching group of mm-hmm. Tom Ferry. Right. And so our guest today is Denise Brown, who is of Cedar Sky Realty at Remax location up in Whistler, Canada. And we've been getting to know each other for about, I don't know, a year, year and a half now, right? Denise, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Reba. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we met... 
because a lot of us were at a event that uh, some of my team was at a training even last year, a sales edge, mm-hmm. and we had already been interacting through the Tom Ferry organization. Right. But we got a chance to actually physically meet, which was fun. We all had dinner that night. It was right. a good time. Uh, us and Meredith McCree and a I few know. others. Yes. Yeah. And so since then, we've been continuing to stay in touch. We're involved in mastermind groups together, things of that nature. And so it was just a real joy because not only is the Tom Ferry uh, event uh, series that they've got a lot of fun, but it's just great because we're from the same franchise too, in terms of company. You yes. Know, not the same franchise itself, yeah. but with, with within remats. the franchising, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so you were down here for the event. And so tell me a little bit of why the luxury forum for you is such a critical piece of what you do in your work as a as an agent in Whistler. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Remax up in Whistler, you know, of course, Whistler is the big ski destination mm-hmm. for a lot of people in the Northwest right. and uh, internationally. And uh, we have... Um, a price point that is considered to be quite luxurious, right? And that is known a st- as a second home market. <laughs> yeah, known yes. as a second home market, yeah. and uh, you know we like to um, market to a luxury buyer or a luxury seller and offer new products all the time. So we are always reaching out for new ideas. And I know mm-hmm. the Remax uh, luxury product has been trying to get up off the ground, so we're always looking to help them right. and always looking for uh, new ideas to see what they bring out. And of course network and connect with other realtors that right. are of like mind. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Remix collection is specifically what you're talking about yes, with the, the branding mm-hmm. of our luxury uh, marketplace. So a lot of interesting products. And that was one of the other things at the forum is that they talk about what do they have to offer? What are the websites? What are the magazines? What are all the advertising vehicles we have so that when we have that luxury, you know, so if you have a, a listing that's a, a million dollars or more, talking US dollars here at the moment. But if it's a million dollars or more, it automatically goes into some of these websites that they have mm-hmm. for the luxury market. And um, you, you right before we got on air, though, you were doing a quick calculation of w- what's a, a million dollar price point for us actually equate to in a Canadian marketplace right now. Right. And I actually, I did the reverse for you because yeah. uh, okay. everybody says, well, how much is that in US dollars? Right. So if you were to come up to Whistler and I was going to show you um, a property that was worth a million dollars Canadian, okay, you would pay 775,000 US. Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's a bit of a discount at the Just moment. Just a little bit of a discount right yeah. now. So that's always a nice little pocket surprise. Yes. You know, people don't consider that in their purchase very often. They go dollar to dollar. It's like, no, no, you get a little bonus yeah. There. Mm-hmm. Right now we do at least. Yes, right yeah. now. Yes, well, that's not always the not case. Not always, no. It was probably uh, four years ago that we mm-hmm. were at par. Right. And uh, that was very nice for the Canadians. They were actually buying mm-hmm. down south yes. in right. Arizona. I they were coming across with people the, down here. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they were coming across the border. So that was really right. nice to switch that up there for a change. Sure, but sure. Then now it swung back into, I'm going to say, normal, <laughs> right. where the U.S. dollar yeah. is stronger. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just nice to be able to have that... Um, Boost. Right. So if we look at if we look at the Whistler market, I I know that um, you know every time I get up there quite a bit, and I love to ski. I'm Norwegian, Mm -hmm. source. I just have to have to be up there. You have to uh, point that out almost (laughs) weekly. That's right. Okay. Well, I'd also say I'm a Viking, but that would just be bragging. So you know. Uh uh, So anyway, but um, what percentage of of international buyers do you have in in the Whistler market? How many are, are like local? Like yes. like BC based or, mm-hmm. or or outside of of uh, yeah because uh, well before we even get that far yeah for listeners who maybe have never been to Whistler you've mm. been there I've been there mm-hmm. obviously Denise is from there yeah yeah <laughs> but 
how far away is that from here in like the core Seattle area? Because if there's somebody who's like, oh, I had never really thought about that. What would be like a typical travel time to get to Whistler? Right. So I um, very easily drove down on uh, Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. We left at about uh, one o'clock mm-hmm. and we were down here by 4.30. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So four and a half hours. Yep. Very simple, straight mm-hmm. drive, followed a freeway all the way down, right. got on, got off. Yep. It's... The border was no uh, trouble at all. We have apps that give us the time at each border. Right. And mm-hmm. we say it will be each border section and we go, okay, 30 minutes here, 40 minutes there. Let's just pick the 30-minute one. Right. It was right. very easy, straight through. Right. It okay. was not difficult at all. And, okay. and even from, from Vancouver, it's what, maybe 90 minutes from Vancouver? Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a very easy it's drive. It's a beautiful drive. And, and oh, it's gorgeous. They, just um, prior to the Olympics, um, you know, BC did a ton of work on the road on the, they did. all the way up. And it's it's fantastic. It's a beautiful drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually really, really won um, multiple awards for being the most mm. beautiful in, uh, they say the world, but you know, in the world of North America, I would probably really put is. it more right. down to, but one of the most beautiful highways to drive on. Mm-hmm. And it always cracks me up. There's so many movies out right now that are so-called filmed in Seattle. Oh, I know. And, and, I, and I look Canadian. at the view and it's like, that's, <laughs> that's BC. That's oh, yeah. BC. That's I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Absolutely. No, yeah. they, they have a little bit friendlier uh, they, film environment. Well, they there. have um, great tax credits yeah. as well. And, you know, again, US dollar, Canadian dollar, it's cheaper for them to film up there. Right. And then uh, there's just such beautiful country. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, oh. hey, I know that. Yeah. I know that area. Oh, I know that area. So it's yeah. fun like that. One of the most famous ones, I have to share this with you, is uh, Happy Gilmore when he's doing one of his last shots, Furry Creek. Is right. Uh, right there on the point there. One of his, you know, yeah. big famous shots is him. What was the other actor? Um, Shooter McGavin. No, I forget the actor's anyway, name. Anyway, <laughs> the other one. Yeah, I, I forget it too. But anyway, it was one of the really good ones, and he's just driving it right into the ocean right there. And that was right at Ferry Creek, which oh, is, you know, uh, let's say a quarter of the way up the highway. And it's really quite a famous golf course that I would never play because it's, you know, it's on a lean and it's very difficult. Everything's like counterbalance. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. tough. So I'll For give, crying out loud, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll have to watch that again. Yeah, yeah there you I go. think I've only seen that film once, so that's why I have no oh, idea oh, who I the think players I've are. seen it probably 50 times. So. Yes. My kids <laughs> somehow I believe so they... Yeah, <laughs> that's my genre. My children love it because of the hockey you know, influence in it. Oh, so oh, they think they go and play golf like Happy Gilmore. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. So that's pretty okay. much funny. So we're talking Whistler, but it's really Whistler Blackcomb that yes. most people know for the mm. skiing, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other things that are going on, like like we were mentioning earlier. It's not just the ski, because I know we were chatting uh, mm-hmm. at the venue with a couple of folks. Uh, there was another real estate agent who was going to be up there actually this coming week, and you had... A whole plethora of details of things that go on all year round, right? So yes. if someone's going to buy a second home up there, it's not just necessarily for the scheme, but there's all kinds of other lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, items available mm. to keep you busy. Like what else could people find if they were heading up your direction? Right. Um, well, for example, coming up this weekend, we have a really quite well-known um, event called Whistler Cornucopia, which is our food and drink festival. And that goes for 11 days over two weekends. And there's uh, wines from all over the world come in. A lot of British Columbian mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. some Pacific Northwest. And mm-hmm. they involve uh, wine tastings, winemakers' dinners. Oh, so it's not just local. I, I didn't realize it was from yes, everywhere. it's very big. And all the restaurants become involved. All the bars mm-hmm. become involved. They have a lot of after-hours parties. But you can use okay. do educational classes. I remember one they did about learning about uh, Pinot Noir. For example, mm-hmm. when Pinot Noir was really, you know, kind of talked about in the yeah. movie. Right. 
So they do educations and winemakers dinners and um, lots of social events and the restaurants have different things going on. So it's a, it's a great time. And tickets sell out actually for a lot of the events, particularly the winemakers dinners because mm. it's a mm-hmm. very big evening oh, and yeah. it's so much fun. So that's coming up. And then actually another one um, is the Whistler Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And right, they have right, that right. every year. So it's similar to the Toronto Film Festival. Whistler has one too. So you remember uh, La La Land mm-hmm. last right. year? La La Land actually premiered in Whistler. And then it went to Toronto and oh, it took off. So it went, actually won first in Whistler and then went to okay. uh, Toronto. Fantastic. Yeah. And that is actually the end of uh, November. So that's fun. And then the snow hits. Well, and what's we've your already had opening? snow. Yeah. November 23rd. You already have? Okay, have. so coming up on... Okay. November 23rd is opening, but, you know, they have Could to always early, open early. Right. It's got to be open early. That's the pride of all the ski hills. Yeah. That yeah. if they can get even a day... Right, right. Open early to get it out there in the media. Well, early compared to what? What their well, expectations they, well, are or it, other ski resorts? Well, it used to be compared to the Vale resorts, but then mm-hmm. now the big news, of course, is that Vale resorts bought Whistler Blackcomb last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I have more info on that. I mm-hmm. did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's... I'm assuming it's going to have a huge impact on you guys. Yes. Well, we're very interesting. This is our first year being like owned, I say we, in the community sense, being owned by Whistler Blackcomb. Okay. Uh, sorry, by Vale Resorts, owning Whistler Blackcomb. And what they did is because Whistler Blackcomb was a publicly traded company, they mm-hmm. just bought 100% of the shares. Got okay. it. Right. Yeah. And then so we're starting to see their influence coming in and we'll – are looking forward to seeing the influence on the mountain. Well, there'll be some in combo packages and things like that as well, yes. so you can ski at multiple resorts. You know, I did price that, actually. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. uh, 10 ski hills, three urban hills mm-hmm. in North America, one in Australia, 800, $899 U.S. Okay. Really? So you can ski everywhere, wow. oh, all wow. in That's one season. Okay, I got lots of questions for you when we come back. We have more with Denise Brown from Sea to Sky Real Estate from Whistler, B.C. Stay tuned. Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yeah. And so we have my good friend Denise Brown, who is a realtor with Remax Cedar Sky in Whistler, Canada, with us today. Thank you once again for being here. Oh, you're welcome. I'm really excited to talk about Whistler because we have so much going on. I'd love to share it. Yeah. You started telling us a little bit during the break, and now I'm all pumped up. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. So you were just saying before we went on break that... The Vale, Vale Resorts, Vale Resorts purchased. Bot. Yes, so okay. Whistler Blackham was a publicly traded company in okay. the end. So Vale Resorts purchased 100% of the shares last year. They had to go through a little bit of regulatory stamp, okay. stamps there, and it, by October it was fine. So where where is the Vale organization based at? Is it in Colorado? It's Colorado, I it think. It is Colorado yeah. where Vale is located. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, so. I didn't realize it was a publicly traded thing. So okay. Yeah. Well, that. Gosh, that went it went public maybe five, six years ago, maybe a bit longer than that now. Okay. All right. That was back when I was definitely not paying attention. Mm. So <laughs> yeah. But so you know, you know, Whistleblackham of course is our big tourist spot, but we right. know we have a fantastic village, pedestrian owned 
uh, only walking village mm-hmm. with world-class restaurants, lots of things to do, lots oh, of yeah. world-class hotels. You know, we do have a Four Seasons up there as well mm-hmm. and a Fairmont and uh, Pan Pacifics, Westerns, you know, globally yeah. recognized hotels. And I have to say that for a small community of 10,000 people that can sleep 55,000 people at Christmas time, mm-hmm. I have the benefit of enjoying all of these amenities right. that are there for everybody that's coming to visit. So I am really lucky. Okay, so speaking of amenities, mm-hmm. you were telling us that with the Renaissance that yes. they're planning on putting in, there's going to be even more, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Can you, can you describe some of those for us? Yes, I can. So before um, Vale Resorts purchased Whistler Blackcomb, they did a big announcement um, called Renaissance Whistler Blackcomb. And they say it, it's a multi-year $345 million investment. And that's going to consist of new four-season weather independent activities. And the idea, I think, that they've got behind that, and I think it's really exciting, is that, so imagine you're a family and you've got a skier and a non-skier. Who wins the non-skier? So what we want to do is encourage... Or they just sit in a place and Yeah, you they know, sit in the place and they get bored, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or cocktails go shopping. The you know, yeah. we all love to do that. So... So anyway, so what's one non-skier want to do is, um, you know, maybe they want more activities to do themselves and the skier wants to come to Whistler. So they have created or are creating an area and development on the mountain for non-skiers. So uh, in uh, the list of uh, items that they're going to be including here is the watershed, which will be an indoor four-season adventure center. There will also be an adventure park on Blackcomb, which is a new outdoor non-skiing activity center on mountain big improvements, uh, indoor action sports complex, which I, I imagine is going to be like flipping s- uh, snowboards and bikes because they do that all over the place there. Um, another luxury boutique residence and club, which I understand is going to be six star, and they will have some uh, luxury townhomes that they're going to be building. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had I've actually had that conversation, you know, times. You know, I want to go to Whistler. I don't ski. You know, I don't want to go. And mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so uh, it's that's excellent that they're going to be adding more and more amenities like that. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, I just love the idea of having other options too. Because while I love to ski, and my husband absolutely loves it, if we go up for a week, I'm not sure I want to go. Mm-hmm. Want to Every take a, take a day, day off here or there. Yeah, sure. and I I don't always just want to do a spa. And I don't always just want to go and do you know cross country, which is how I always kind of felt it was. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to have even more potential options for me is is mm-hmm. great because I have a lot of varied interests, mm-hmm. right. and I also want to be able to invite friends right. who have different yes. interests, yeah. right? And and that's always been a problem. Or like even if I had my family from the Midwest come up and try and do mm-hmm. something like that, again. Everybody has different skill levels and abilities, right. and and so it just it gives so well, many new new opportunities. And if any of you skiers though have have not been up to to Whistler, you know, I I, I just can't say enough about how well the mountain is organized right. because oh, really yeah. you can right. go just about anywhere on that mm-hmm. mountain, and there'll be intermediate runs, there'll be advanced runs, but there'll also be a green run that kind of loops through them, so that yeah. your your beginner yes. skier. You know, you can you can meet up at, at mm-hmm. certain at certain spots, so I, everybody gets yeah. to do what they want to do. And I've done that multiple times, and mm-hmm. uh, with my children who like to ski in the trees, mm-hmm. they go ski in the trees. I'm on my blue run, doing wonderful turns, enjoying the bluebird <laughs> yes. day, and I say, "Meet you at the bottom," and there we just meet at the chair. There you go, and it's mm-hmm. great. It's perfect. It's really yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Okay, so so the real estate market up there, I, I imagine, is is pretty fired up. I, you know, similar to here. Yes. Uh, so how does a 
U.S. citizen purchase real estate in Whistler? And actually, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. You call me up and say, I want to buy a place in Whistler. That's it. <laughs> that's well, that's there as we simple go. as you get. It's okay, simple that's the question. But, but financing, <laughs> come on. I mean, how, so, how, how does Because I've talked to some Canadian clients of mine when they bought investments mm-hmm. down here. And my understanding is it's, it's just a little bit different. Yes. So the financing aspect is a little bit different. But I have to say that it is a really simple process. Mm-hmm. You're just going to think that when in Canada, you're using Canadian dollars, mm-hmm. you're using a Canadian institution, mm-hmm. a financial institution. You are in a different country. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there is there is. So you have to use a Canadian bank. You have to use a Canadian bank. But okay. that's, not, that's not to say that you couldn't use equity in a property in the U.S. Of course. As your down payment mm-hmm. to purchase a property in Canada. Right, right. You okay. could do that. So um, it's a it is a very simple process. Now, one of the interesting things that um, I wanted to point out today with Eric, and I made sure I wrote a note down here, is that uh, there is a belief that um, in Greater Vancouver they have something that they instituted. Uh, I think it was last year a fifteen percent non-resident mm-hmm. tax. Correct. Yes. Right. Now that's actually not through all of British Columbia. Mm-hmm. That's actually only in the Greater Vancouver area. There's a little boundary around that. Mm-hmm. So when you cross over past Horseshoe Bay, which is where our ferries come in there, that actually drops down to our regular property transfer tax. So 15% for non-residents in Vancouver, and then it drops down to our regular property transfer tax, which is like IPay, which is 3% of the first 100000 and 2% of the balance. And the buyer pays that or the seller pays it? The buyer pays that. So in some countries, they call it stamp duty. Yes. Or it's a property purchase tax. So 3% on the first 100000 Two percent on the first one hundred thousand and three one percent of the balance. Sorry, I'm starting to think of commissions and things like that. So two and one, two and one, two and one, two percent of the first hundred thousand, one percent for anything above that. Notice how we're both taking notes because we might want to be talking to people. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's you know really valid because fifteen percent is a lot. And then you know going on to the regular property transfer taxes. You know, nice. So, so with, with the financing, and I, I have to confess, I don't know a lot about um, the Canadian system. I used mm. to work for um, a, a bank in England, and I, I, I'm familiar with the English system. Uh, so if an American wants to go up there, take out a, take out a loan, they can get a mortgage uh, from yes. a Canadian bank. Mm-hmm. What would be, let's say we're going, going to buy a home, it's our second home. Yes. What would be a typical down payment and interest rate, that sort of a thing? So uh, as with normal financing, it does depend on your credit rating. So the better the credit rating, you know, the Mm -hmm. more attractive you are. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, okay, so does a FICO score for an American count in Canada? They look at the FICOs. They look at it overall. They They can. Okay. Yeah, they look at that. And so so if you're buying a regular home, Mm -hmm. you would expect to pay uh, a deposit between 20% and Mm -hmm. 35%. Okay. Percent okay. As a non-resident. Got the it. better your okay. credit score, maybe the bank, depending on the bank, would you get closer to 20%. Okay. Yeah. And then um, in Canada, you have amortization periods still out 20, 25, 30 years. Okay. But then you're signing a mortgage contract for a shorter term. Got it. So you have the ability, for example, if you wanted to, uh, if you expect interest rates to go up, mm-hmm. you might sign a mortgage term of five years and lock your rate in for five years. Mm-hmm. And and uh, renegotiate your mortgage interest at the end of the five years. 
Got it. So yeah, yeah we, there isn't your your what what we have typical here would be a thirty year fixed rate yes. where that rate never changes mm-hmm. over the thirty yeah. years. You're going to have a, a shorter term loan. Yes, yeah, so it's there. fixed for the five years. Mm-hmm. So whatever you agree to. So if you think interest rates are going to go down, mm-hmm. you might sign for a shorter term, Got one it. year, and you mm-hmm. say, okay, it's going to go down in one year. Mm-hmm. I want to take advantage of the interest rates going sure. down. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and Excellent. all the big huh. banks finance up there, so it's really easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things that in in I had different people telling me different stories because there were a lot of Canadians that were at the function over yes, the last couple were. of days. Mm-hmm. They were from all over Canada. And I had worked with somebody from Toronto, and they had told me, you have to have all that financing in place because basically by the time you're signing a contract, you pretty much have to have all of it in place. And within that first week, it's determined, yes, we're moving forward and contingencies are pretty much taken care of. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, financing contingencies can oftentimes go throughout the entire contract term. Mm -hmm. Yes, we actually have a simpler system. And what we have is a conditional period in a normal market. Okay, let's talk about a normal real estate market where you have Mm -hmm. the ability to negotiate. Right. Have you have ability to put conditions within your contract? Right. You might have got, uh, you know, talk to your finance, got the, you know, your your general financing pre-approved. We know how much you're going to buy. Mm-hmm. Then you can write a contract that says subject to you getting financing on this property by X amount of time. And then when you get your financing approved, the property is approved, you remove that contingency from the contract and you proceed to close. Okay. Right? And then the lawyer does the transfer of the title. I think what you were, you were hearing was that in a really hot market, you have to mm-hmm. be 110% prepared because we're seeing multiple offers. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's okay. no point going in with, I've got to organize my finding, I've got to get financing, I've got to get prepared. It won't work. So you have to be um, prepared in advance. You but know, you do still you, need to have at least the pre-approval just like we have here. Yeah. Yep, pre-approval, okay. everything in advance, okay. everything done. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is a typical timeline for a closing in your market? Uh, we can do it as quickly as three weeks. Nice. Yes. See, and that's, that for me was where I was thinking some of that was a lot of the work up front because here we're seeing, and a lot of folks across the United States have different mm-hmm. uh, experiences. Here in our area, it's not uncommon for it to be anywhere from around you know thirty to forty five days, depending on the type of financing. Mm-hmm. Forty five days if you're working maybe some of those complicated first time buyer programs and grants and things like that. Mm-hmm. But in other markets of the U.S., it's really commonplace for it to be sixty days, especially the ones that they use attorneys. Right. It's not the financing that ties it up. It's okay. not the finance that adds the length to to it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. what is it? It's um, well, we really have a process that you know it's making sure it's got clear titles. So we get okay. in, uh, lawyers involved to make sure that the person that owners, owns it is the one that owns so it. So they're doing the title search instead of title companies. We like don't we have, have title here. companies. We don't okay. have escrow companies. So yeah. it goes from us, the okay. realtor, to the lawyer. And that's like a lot of other countries because my husband mm-hmm. and I looked at buying in Panama and it's the same thing because they don't have escrow companies and you have to work with attorneys who have to literally go back through all the title chain ownership. Yes. But in yeah. Canada, they don't have to review the title okay. change because it is is registered in the department. So it's much more clear. This is fascinating stuff. So we're going to be back in a few minutes. Listeners, if you have a question, call us 866-712-1300. And we're with Denise Brown from Sea to Sky Realty in Whistler, Canada. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300.
Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ozes from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we have Denise Brown with Remax to Sky Real Estate from Whistler, B.C. Thank you again so much for joining us, Denise. Really appreciate it. Oh, I'm glad to be here. We have so much information to share. We're just running out of time, I think. I, I know. Everyone, when we ask them to come on the show, is like, oh, it's an hour long. I'm like, no. It will fly. It will absolutely fly by. Like, don't don't sweat it. <laughs> There's it usually enough, not enough coverage, actually. So, okay. So, so far we've talked about the changes at Whistler, mm-hmm. the fact that the resort itself is going to be expanding. Uh, we've talked a little bit about the process of purchasing in your area, but we haven't really talked about the real estate itself. I so know. tell us more. And, you know, the uh, fascinating thing is that people think Whistler might be priced out of their purchase range. Yeah, I right? always think of it because of luxury market. I always think, oh, that's going to be costly if I want to buy a vacation place up there. But tell me more. No, there is actually something for everybody up there. And I've got some examples. Okay. And um, I have here in the Whistler Peak Lodge a suite, which is a studio suite, uh, like a hotel suite, which mm-hmm. is $109,000. So, about 85000 U.S., something oh, like about, that? Yes, you're exactly right, Eric, okay. about that. Okay. <laughs> so um, that is a suite that's part of a rental pool property when okay. you're not using so it. So explain that. So um, you come up and use the property. You have your time. You go away. Treat it like a hotel. You give them back your key. Is that well, like a timeshare or is it different? Mm-hmm. It's freehold ownership, so you actually physically own the hotel, the, the okay. hotel suite. So it is yours. Okay. It just so happens that it's zoned for nightly rental. And there's a rental management company under the flag of Whistler Peak Lodge. Okay. Renting it for you, being part of the rental pool. Oh, interesting. Yes. So any time that you are not using it, you earn revenue that day. Oh, they give you the very revenue. Very nice. Okay. So it's like having your own condo that you could Airbnb out, but someone oh. else is actually handling all of it for you. So it's like yes. a low threshold, yeah. easy care, easy it's maintenance. very hands-off. You don't have to do anything. You say, when I'm coming, when I'm leaving, there you go. What kind of so notice do you normally have to give them? Well, it depends on if you're wanting to come weeks at a time or mm-hmm. if you're wanting to come up for a couple of days here, a couple of days there. Okay. So it's going to depend on your booking requirements when you want to use uh, it. Their job I'm is to kinda, book around you. Digging that There's option. a huge <laughs> light bulb that's flashing right yeah. above your head right now. Well, I, just, I have some savings that's... Mm. Yeah. You know, it's a very it's a very <laughs> common model in Whistler, and I think that might have been the one area that started it off. Actually, they call it condo strata hotels. Okay, and I mean, you, we were talking about luxury hotels. Well, Four Seasons, you can buy a suite. Pan Pacific, you can buy a suite under this type of model, and their job I is to. I did not to, know this. You can mm-hmm. buy a suite mm-hmm. and use it yourself, and then when you're done with your use, they'll rent it out for you. And every okay. day you're not in, and actually, you don't even have to have somebody <clears throat> sleep in your suite because it's part of the pool. You it still get a share of the revenue. Okay. Yeah. I definitely need to talk to you more after you're on the show. It's a very intriguing um, Uh, proposition because you can own the real estate up there. You're going to, you're going to take advantage of the appreciation and all of that. Oh yeah. You, you just schedule your time if you Mm -hmm. want or, or take a, if it's open, just slip in and, you know, and, 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 you know, take off for a short weekend or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and then you, um, rented the rest of the time. It's beautiful. Okay, right. All right. Really yeah. flexible. All right. Well, let's mm-hmm. get to some of the other options because I know this is our okay, shortest so, segment. Let's so talk about these Hotel. Others. So what's next? Single family home. Uh, actually, well, I'm going to go. Say, there's yeah. the next price up. So we were at 109000 So we call that entry level. The next one up is for somebody that does want to be involved in their property. Maybe they mm-hmm. want to renovate. Maybe they want to Airbnb. Okay. They want to be involved a little bit because the management fees can be a little bit high mm-hmm. okay. you know, when you're letting somebody else do it, but they want that money in their own pocket. 
So this uh, property here is a one-bedroom, one-bathroom condominium in the middle of the village, and it is 615000 So that is uh, one that has flexibility for you. To, you could live in it full-time. You could rent it for two months. You could use it for two months for the winter and then just rent it out for the rest of the year. You know, it's okay. got a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Okay. And these ones are actually been appreciating amazingly well over the last little while, doing lots of nice jumps, particularly if you do a renovation on it. So it's great appreciation right now. Very hot market. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Uh, single family home. I did search for the lowest single family home in Whistler proper. And it is one million five hundred and fifty thousand. And Eric, what's the conversion? No, <laughs> yeah, one million, one point two million, about one point two million, right? Oh, one point two million. Good, that's great. Yeah. So that is a uh, two and a half bedroom. So that would be a den or a loft, fourteen hundred and ten square feet, and uh, it's a beautiful new home construction. Actually, I'm sorry, two and a half bedroom. I'm used to two and a half baths. What's a two and a half bedroom? Well, it might be a den or an office. Okay, so maybe up. an open door yes. kind of thing. Okay. But these square feet also don't include the garage. So it's got a double car garage. So it's, uh, yeah, okay. small, 1,410. Now, this is Whistler or where would this, something like this be located? So uh, in the Whistler Olympic Village area, when the Olympics were on, where all the athletes were sure. staying, they call it mm-hmm. Chequamus Crossing. Got it. So there were single family lots in there and mm-hmm. they're still building on them. So that oh, okay. area is right at the entrance of Whistler as you come in. Right, right. Okay, so... 10 minute Max. like shuttle ride to the to the slopes maximum 10 minutes and actually that's one area that uh Whistler Black Home with the part of the Renaissance project they're still talking about doing some development of putting in a base there and having a lift coming up oh interesting yes oh. and actually maybe the day visitors to Whistler will park there and go up there oh wow mm. okay. very interesting things i like it mm. yeah there's a lot yeah. of good stuff happening lots there. of good things okay so all right so that's the the entry-level price of, of a single, single family. family home. Okay, so mm-hmm. that that definitely fully sits right where a luxury marketplace would That's right. Would so reside. that's where we were talk- yeah. going today, this weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. the Remax Collection Luxury right. Program to learn more and how we can meet um, buyers that are interested in that type of product and how to... You know. Okay, so quick question for you, because since we're cross-border colleague types... Mm. Um, you mostly get to do your advertising, I would imagine, in your area. Your MLS doesn't cross over to the U.S., but do you ever partner with, you know, friends in other marketplaces to say, hey, could you do me a favor and uh, publish this listing out somewhere for me? Oh, you can publish it anytime you want. No, I'm joking. Well, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It, yes. It would be one of those things like, uh, you know, hey, I'm happy yeah. to, you know, if you send me listings that mm-hmm. you're team puts on i'm happy to mm-hmm. share them on facebook i mean because that's the whole thing is like yes. outside of mls's there's new ways to do a lot of advertising that's exactly of course right. mm-hmm. but it's just one of those hey how do i get made aware because you and i've been friends on facebook for quite a while but i don't know that i'm necessarily seeing the publishing of your mm-hmm. listings yes on there I don't even know if you use it in that way. Yes, I do. But uh, yes, I do. I do use it in that way. But, you know, we're also doing lifestyle things in and around Whistler. So I tend to talk a little bit about uh, what we're doing and what fun we're having because we have great summer activities too as well as winter and we're doing all sorts of things. Well, ping me on those kinds of things because I'm happy to share them out because I've got – I have lots of clients Mm -hmm. who love going to Whistler Mm -hmm. and they would probably love to know about opportunities because most of the time they don't think about it until they're actually physically up there. Yeah. Don't forget we've got uh, remix.com. 
Well, right. Okay. Yeah, we do have Remax. That's the international. That's the international power of Remax. True, mm-hmm. but so, I'm not. I'm not on that all the time. Huh? No, that nice. I wouldn't be publishing from that necessarily. Mm. But that's one place where you know, if you did have somebody that was searching down here, that mm-hmm. they would find us by right. going through that. Do you guys way. have the same issue we have of that? It takes 24 hours for it to publish on there. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't look at that mm. specifically because we Whistler right. has a private MLS. We have a, a, an MLS through Vancouver, so I put it on both so we can right. get, you know, okay. start getting that international Extra coverage exposure, and right. keep going and going and going. Uh, but it's very, yeah. very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, Denise, uh, so obviously you're with Sir Blackcomb area. Do you cover other areas along the corridor there, like like Squamish or Pemberton? Or? I don't myself. Okay. I find Whistler keeps me really I busy. Imagine. Yeah. Um, and we Squamish is a, a hotbed for people as well, and it's actually a bedroom community for people in Vancouver right. that are working and in Whistler. And uh, who wouldn't want to drive the Sea to Sky Highway to the office in Vancouver? I mean, yeah. that's what we're finding. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. beautiful. Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. excellent. Now, if someone wants to to reach you, because now they have mm-hmm. a contact for their 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 Whistler, you know, Whistler Real Estate, how can they reach you? What's the best way? Well, the easiest thing is Google. Okay. Denise Brown, Denise Brown Whistler. Okay. Uh, Denise Brown. Well, they can reach out to me. Sure. And I'll post post the information. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Absolutely. We'll have it because, you know, these all get recorded. So we'll have it. So we're live right now. It'll recast on Saturday evening at 7. And then uh, we have everything recorded. So on Friday, this will post on our blog. And you'll get links to all of that as well. And make sure that we have all your contact info. And Mm -hmm. our marketing guy, Russ Woods, who you met uh, just this weekend. Right. He'll be getting all that put together for you. But the easiest way, Denise Brown Whistler. Okay. Awesome. Well, we're really me. glad and nice to meet you, Denise. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having and, me. And I hope really this is informative it. for all of our listeners. Mm-hmm. Join us next Tuesday. We're here every Tuesday, 3 o'clock, open house with Team Reba. Yeah, let's get ready to go shushy. All right, have a great shushy. week, everyone. <laughs>